At the barber shop, the volume of the TV was loud, as the news read. Last night, there was yet another of the murders in the deserted alley of Eastern Granada. The recent cases of serial murders in the area have caused alarm among the police and the prosecution. The assailant is identified as a man in his 30s with a huge scar on his face, as seen by a witness of one of the cases. The police have confirmed the narrowdown of suspects and that quick action is being taken. Sarah picked up her paces as she passed by the shop. Some onlookers gave her questioning looks while some passers-by asked her if she did not hear about the recent cases. You should not go down that alley on your own, you know. Should I call someone to escort you? Sarah gave a small smile as she diligently refused any help. Sarah quickly glanced at her sides as she took out her gun from her hip pocket. A sudden vibration made her jump two steps back when she realized it was her cell phone. To your right. She snapped her head towards the pole to her right where under the dim yellow light she spotted a silhouette of a known person. Make sure you keep to the left. Back up her two streets down so... Fifteen minutes are just on us. I'll cover your right. Sarah nodded her head and stared ahead. She kept her gun away and started advancing when the voice spoke again. Also, please don't get killed. Like, you still owe me two meals, do you remember? Sarah flipped him off and advanced without sparing another glance. Will kept his gaze fixated on Sarah as he watched her tall figure get engulfed by the dark valley, all the time checking if the tracker on her walked perfectly. His hands were sweaty and he fidgeted. He hated this wait outside because the plan was to lure the killer out by letting him think that Sarah was just an ordinary girl, suited for his next target. His cell rang and the other side screamed, The scar! The story of the scar! I got it! I sent you the entire profile, so check it out. Apparently, Heathrow grew up in foster care. One of his foster moms had terrible drinking habits and one day she flipped real bad. Record says she literally cut his face into half with a shard of glass. Will zoomed in in the picture of a 15-year-old boy with a bandaged face and flinched at the ferocity in his eyes. Man targets women in between the 20s and 30s, which explains this background, but be careful, he has a shit ton of air quote instruments. You never know what he might attack with. Also, he's a high school martial artist. Good luck. Will muttered a soft shit as he picked up his paces and went inside the alley. Back up in five, his text message dinged. Sarah was having a hard time adjusting to the light, but she didn't turn on her flashlight. She could already feel the man trailing behind her. Both of them were in steady pace, cautious of each other. Whether the man behind was the hunter or the woman in front was the perfect prey, the silent souls contemplated over their footsteps. Before she could act, Sarah felt a light tap on her left shoulder, and a shrill cry followed a heavy jab, which landed on her right ribcage, forcing her into oblivion. Sarah tested rusty iron when she gained consciousness. A small bulb hung over her head and her surrounding was dim. 
she coughed up some blood and registered her shattered phone and missing gun. Great, she thought. To hell with rescue then. Her hands were tied behind her back and she struggled to let them loose when the man spoke. What do we have here? A detective. Am I honored or what? One trophy from every profession then. Heathrow started unpacking a bag of different instruments, ranging from woodcutter to small hammer. Sarah beat down her inner cheek until blood came out, along with a microchip. The backup had arrived and Will couldn't walk faster. To their relief, Sarah's body tracker was finally traceable. They would be in the location in three minutes. Hold out, he silently wished. Heathrow took out a gun. Let's end this quickly, shall we? I've had a busy day. Sarah flinched slightly as the gun came unlocked. None can do. She suddenly lifted her left foot as high as her head and kicked the gun to the floor. The pain in her chest flared up, but she couldn't wait. Her chair had fallen from this impact and she curled her toes and snapped her hands from the ropes. The effort left her hands bleeding. Heathrow, in the meantime, got hold of the gun again and fired a shot. She ran towards the door but was yanked down by her feet and landed on her chest. The pain exceeded her limits and she yelped. Still not giving in, she kicked him repeatedly and got up on an unsteady feet. He cocked the gun directly at her forehead now and shot. Will hurried up the stairs of the deserted building following the previous gunshot. Upon reaching the third floor, they divided into two groups, taking their lefts and right. Will took his left and from across the corridor spotted a bleeding Sarah on the floor. No time to reach, he took out his gun and took a few steps to the right. Perfect view of the hand holding a gun in the other room. Two simultaneous shots blazed to the corridors and the hand holding the gun on the other room fell down. Will ran in the next second and caught Sarah, who was holding out a breath. Her bloods were scattered all over the place and stained were her clothes. And from the sight of her, her cage was also broken. She still managed to stand up and mumbled, You are late. I got the message later that he might have some fancy instruments. Will shied. Yeah? Tell that to me now. Sarah fell unconscious in his arms.